Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to go around the league and have a look at some of the news stories from Clarkie's Rugby League column. Make sure you go and follow Clarkie on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, everywhere you find your Rugby League social media content. Clarkie will be there jamming all the news every single day down your throat. He doesn't miss any of it. I thought I'd just go through and talk about a couple of updates from the last 48 hours or so uh, that I saw on Clarkie's page. Won't go through each and every one of them. Just picked out about 10 or 11 that I'm going to touch on. The first one, the Australian Kangaroos. Mal Meninga admits he will only include two hookers in his World Cup squad. Damien Cook, Ben Hunt, Harry Grant, Reese Robson, and Api Kurosau are the five leading choices. Very interesting for me off the back of Origin. I think you're fucking crazy. Oh, and off the back of the NRL season to not pick Ben Hunt. I think he is an absolute lock to be in this team. Um, I don't know if you count him as a definite hooker. You could obviously play him at halfback as well, Benny Hunt. I think he's a sure thing. If he's one of those five, the last one will be very interesting Personally, I'd be leaning to Harry Grant, but there is no doubt about it. Damian Cook is the incumbent. Reese Robinson's been in sensational form, and I think there's a really good chance that Abby Curacao wins back-to-back premierships as a nine, and no doubt about it, he'll have a big say in that grand final if they do win it. So it will be very interesting which direction Mal Meninga goes in. Personally, I think there's a world where he picks Ben Hunt, but he won't pick him as a specialized hooker. He can play seven as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if three of these guys do get into the team, but... Very interesting comments there. You would have to assume that there is going to be at least two or three really good Australian hookers who miss out on this squad that will be very unlucky. Maybe an injury here or there would be interesting the back end of the season. Maybe it would ease a bit of pressure on making this choice, but he won't carry more than two. I'd say maximum three, Mal Meninga. Uh, Oliver Gildart, he obviously moved from the West Tigers to the Sydney Roosters a couple of weeks ago. It didn't quite make sense to me, but the Roosters being the Roosters. The Roosters recruiter sent a 
message. He's ready for an NRL call-up, scoring five tries in New South Wales Cup last round for the Bears. They beat the Newcastle Knights. We dropped a podcast about them earlier today, talking about just where the Newcastle Knights are at as a club. The reserve grey got beat by 60 points on the weekend. And this guy, Oliver Gildart, scored five tries in that clash. So unreal to see. Congratulations to Gildart. Uh, another little kick in the dick for the West Tigers there. Jake Travojevic, the Seagulls' lock, has suffered a broken hand that is set to sideline him for three to six weeks. His season is likely over. The Manly Seagulls are seemingly in free fall at the moment. It is not looking good for Manly in any way, shape, or form. Uh, you would have to assume, as Clarkie said, that his season is probably over. Three weeks. There's only three weeks left. That was his minimum to return, and I just don't know why you'd rush to return a guy like Jake Travojevic in the last few weeks if you can't make finals and whatnot. I'm sure for him as well, he would be have plans of touring with the Kangaroos at the end of the year for the World Cup. So I doubt he would risk coming back from injury. Pretty devastating way to finish a pretty bang average year for Jake, realistically. Dropped from the Origin team for Game 1, came back in in Game 2, did well, then, of course, went on to lose the Origin Series in Game 3. Manly have been very disappointing as well. I'm sure he'd be very upset with how this season has played out, Jake Chavoyevich, because they definitely deserve better, especially when also his brother was ruled out for the year, Tom. So a tough pill to swallow this year for Jake. Wish him all the very best in his recovery, and hopefully Mal Meninga selects him in the World Cup squad at the end of the year. Zach Hosking. Now, this news broke the other day when we were on Bloke in a Bar, and I think I heard Kempi's little heart break in half. Very tough. The Panthers have reportedly signed Zach Hosking on a two-year deal from 2023. I don't think this one's been confirmed just yet, but the rumors are circulating. Plenty are talking about it. I think if the Brisbane Broncos have released this guy, it's a tough one. But you know what? I do understand it. He's 25 years old. He's been in reserve grade for a couple of years. He's come in and played some games where he got through a fuck ton of work. But you've got your Jordan Rickies. You've got Kirk Capel as well. He's not really going to get a spot in this side anytime soon, in my opinion. I think he would have been a really solid guy to keep. But I also think it's it's uh, it's good form by the Brisbane Broncos. If this guy has an opportunity to go to one of the premier clubs in the Penrith Panthers, why not let him go? There will be a back row spot opening up there next year with Viliami Kiki out leaving. He's 25 years old. He's done the hard yards in reserve grade. Good on the Broncos letting him go. It might be one that they come to regret. I think it's going to be interesting at the Panthers next year. You've obviously got Scotty Sorensen who's already there. He's a guy that could come in and fill in that left edge spot. You've got Chris Smith who's come in on a number of occasions to fill in for Viliami Kikau. But more importantly, you've got Luke Garner who's just signed from the West Tigers or just signed earlier in the year. He signed. I think he's a very very talented football Luke Garner and he would be my favourite to replace Viliami army kick out throwing a Zach Hosking in though really throws a spanner in the works it could be interesting you've also got young guys there like Maverick Geyer and a few other fellas so I'm keen to see how it plays out for the Penrith Panthers but Zach Hosking a very good signing he's shown already in first grade in a couple of games that he can handle himself and it'll be interesting to see how he goes at the Penrith Panthers I'm sure he will improve once again now Tanner Boyd We've been saying for years, why isn't this guy playing halfback? Why is he playing hooker? Why is he a 14? Why is he a lock? He's an out-and-out fucking halfback. The Titans have finally given him an opportunity over the last few weeks, and he's killed it. Seemingly, 
They're not picking Toby Sexton now, which creates another drama at this club. And then David Fafita comes out this week, and I'll read his his quote in a minute. But do remember, we've been saying for years that the issue with the Titans and David Fafita is that they don't know how to utilize him properly. Who has utilized David Fafita the best in his entire life? It has been Tanner Boyd. They played together at schoolboys. They played together at like under-19s, under-16 state of origin level. They also played together in the uh, Australian schoolboys side. He was the right-hand side halfback. He was the right-edge back rower. These guys have played so much footy together, and they're so close. I don't understand why it's taken Tanner so long to get a a go at the halfback role, and it shocked me. Fafita comes out and says, Dave Fafita has called for the Titans to keep Tanner Boyd at halfback long term. It's good to be alongside him. Hopefully we can stay there long term, including next year. It would be good for us, Fafita said. I don't understand why it's taken so long for this to happen, but you know what? It's taken so long for this to happen that now it's sort of like, fuck, what does that say about Toby Sexton when David Fafita has watched this kid develop the entire year, the kid that's meant to be the future of the Gold Coast Titans, and now he's coming out and backing another guy? I mean, it just it just creates a little bit of disharmony within this team for me. I don't know where they all sit next year. Kieran Foran walks into the side. He will be the first-choice guy to go into this team, and then you've got to find a spot for Tanner Boyd, Toby Sexton, Jaden Campbell, AJ Brimson. For me, Foran is a lock to be in the team. He will be there 100%. You then got AJ Brimson, who is a certainty to be in the team somewhere. I don't think he's a 5'8". I personally think he's a fullback. Where does that leave Jaden Campbell? Where does he fit in? Where does Tanner Boyd fit in? Where does Aaron Clark? Is he going to be the 13? You've got Sam Verrills at 9. There is a lot of things to work out here at the Gold Coast Titans, and I love the Fafitas coming out and backing his mate. But, fuck, it just creates a bit more cloud around the Gold Coast Titans. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'd love to hear if there's any Titans fans that are listening. I'm sure there's a heap of you. Reach out to me. Let me know what your thoughts are on these comments from Fafita. I just don't know if it's necessary at the moment. Uh, Corey Norman. Got himself in a little bit of curry, Corey. Uh, the NRL legend could be suspended for at least eight weeks for allegedly poking at his opponent's backside in a UK game. Reports suggest he was in talks with the Super League club before the incident. Yeah, Corey, he's got these little brain explosions in him. I will tell you this much, and I know a lot of people bag Corey and whatnot, but I was on a cruise with him at the end of last year. He came up, said hello to me. We spoke for about 20 minutes. Uh, he, he wanted to know everything about my family, my life, what was going on with me. I honestly didn't even get an opportunity to ask him about himself. So I think people think that Corey's this, you know, arrogant asshole that does dumb things. And you know what? He has done dumb things. I'm not going to argue with that. I don't think Corey would argue with you either. But he is a genuine good bloke. The conversations I've had to him, I've only had a few with him. But every time I've spoken to him, he does seem like a good fella. So I understand that he has these brain explosion moments and it doesn't all make sense. But he's not a bad guy. I have spoken to him on a number of occasions. He has been very nice. Hopefully, this isn't the end of Corey Norman. Hopefully, uh, he is able to find another contract somewhere else. I'm not even sure what competition he was playing in. I think he was playing for Toulouse, I think it was. I really don't know what competition they're in, though, to be perfectly honest with you. But hopefully we see Normie back playing footy somewhere soon. Royce Hunt. The Sharks prop has officially re-signed with the club for the 2023 season. Great for Royce Hunt. I've been a big fan of him for a long time. If you've been listening to this podcast for quite some time, I'm sure you've probably heard the story of Royce Hunt on a number of occasions. 
Came in 2017, played for the Canberra Raiders, found himself in reserve grade for three or four years, and all of a sudden popped up at the Sharks. And hopefully now he can really build a career there because I think he's becoming really, really important. I think he's out of the realm of just being a depth sort of guy. I think he's a genuine front rower that I think if he's not going to be at the Sharks beyond that, I think there's a number of other clubs that should be looking at him. I would hate to see him end up in England or something because I think he's got so much more to offer. Cameron Munster. Ben Dobbin believes Cameron Munster is set to sign a four-year deal with the Dolphins that will make him the highest-paid player in the league. I have got no idea where Munster's going to end up. The money says he's going to be at the Dolphins. It would make sense. But the more and more people I talk to, the more and more people I hear suggest the Sydney Roosters are a legitimate chance of getting him. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. I think Munster will stay at Melbourne next year. He's obviously got a pretty big contract next year. I think it's like 1.1 or something like that. It's a little bit back-ended. So I think he'll stay at the Melbourne Storm next year. After that, it's going to be open slather, and it's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up. Obviously, the Dolphins, they've got the money to throw at him. I think it would be the best for the NRL if he went to the Dolphins. But if I'm Cameron Munster and I've got the opportunity to go to the Roosters, which from what I'm hearing, he probably will have the opportunity to go there, that's going to be very hard to turn down following in the footsteps of Cooper Cronk. Speaking of the Roosters, Angus Crichton. The Roosters have finalised a deal with their back row until the end of 2024. I don't believe this has been made official by the Sydney Roosters just yet. And I have read these in the past before, so I'm a little bit hesitant to buy too far into it. But hopefully when they released Sam Verrills the other day, that's given them the money to sign Angus Crichton. I'd be devastated if he left our game and went to play rugby union or something. I, I wouldn't mind if he went to another club. I just want to keep Angus Crichton in the NRL. So if he's at the Roosters, uh, that's a good thing for me. I want him to stay here. So hopefully we get more reports of that. I know you Roosters fans are very keen on keeping Angus. Jason Saab, the Seagulls wing has suffered a suspected ACL injury. We wish Jason all the very best with his recovery. It's been a fantastic two or three years for him, surrounded by some pretty tough circumstances in his personal life. Uh, but we do wish Jason all the very best with his recovery. One of the fastest players on the field. I ran into Roger Fabri today and we were talking about certain guys and he mentioned just how devastated he is for Jason Saab. Obviously worked with him in a lot of his sprinting sessions throughout the offseason. So, all the best to Saab. We hope to see him back as soon as possible and hopefully as quick as he once was. Sammy Verrills, the Roosters, have revealed his motivation for leaving the club. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. For me, I'm getting to an age where I don't want to come off the bench or play for the Bears. I feel that I'm a starting dummy half, so with cheese coming, it was always going to be tough. 100%, I understand why Sam Verrills has moved up to the Gold Coast Titans. I think it makes sense from a career point of view for him, and I think everyone can understand that as well. They're paying so much money for cheese, and he is such a high profile that it would have been tough regardless of how well Sammy Verrills plays for him to earn that spot. I do think it'll be interesting, though, the Roosters... 
if they don't keep Matt Lodge, they're losing Takiyaho. You got Lindsay Collins, who you know, there's a lot of HIAs and stuff going on there. You got Rhea Hargroves getting a year older. I wonder if maybe the Roosters would have been better off keeping Verrills and maybe playing Cheese through the middle. I think that's where he can be more damaging. But if Cheese wants to be a nine and he's willing to come to the club, it's hard to deny him that opportunity as he was the Dally M hooker a couple of years ago with a few years of experience learning off Jake Friend and these sort of guys. Who knows what Brandon Smith could be as a hooker. So very interesting. Unfortunate for Sam Verrills having to leave, but... I think it'll be a great signing for the Gold Coast Titans, and there obviously is more opportunities up there. Guys, that'll wrap up all the news stories we're going to go through from Clarkie's Rugby League column. Make sure you go check him out. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere you find your social media content, Clarkie will be posting the news for you on that platform. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.